0: What's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit down down with, with the unbuja food. Aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone. Just pick up the phone. Sit, Sit on on down down with, with the unbuja food aid. I still love that intro.
1: <laughs> Just needs a little deeper. <laughs>
0: Good morning, good morning, St. Paul, Twin Cities. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in with me, Wesley Wright, your unbougie foodie. You know, it's sunny outside, but it's still cold, it's all get out. Uh, But I'm hoping that you are going to find some type of exciting and wonderful adventure food adventure or whatever <laughs> that comes your way today uh before the time being for the next hour i want to thank you for just sitting down with me and uh you know hey hang out for a few moments and talk about some food subjects first and foremost let me give you an opportunity to reach me here at the radio station if you have any comments questions uh, the telephone number here is 651-200-3479. Again, that is 651-200-3479. You know that you could reach me on Facebook as well, you know, the, the UnBougieFoodie. Um, comments, questions even after the, after the show, still leave those on Facebook. Or you could send me an email message by theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com. Or even go to my website, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. (laughs) But let me first, let me also introduce um, my guest that is in the booth with me. You all haven't heard from him in quite a while because I haven't had him on the show for a while. But that's my fault. It's not his. (laughs) It's not his at all. I I thought I got banned No really road dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Milton De Jesus, uh yeah, he's back. Uh grab your kids. Grab, grab hide your children, yeah, you know, cuz he's back in the building. Yep. <laughs> Get him out that street. <laughs> 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 All right, fool. Listen. So, we're going we are we're going to be talking about food so- items and subjects and so forth, but uh you just told me a few moments ago that uh, you had a visit to a wonderful place. Can you tell us where you've been? And you know, I'm what I'm going to ask about is the food. But yeah, tell us where you've been. What right, you've been up so, to? So
1: uh, a little over a year ago, went to Cuba, January. That was a bucket list trip. Uh, mixed feelings. A little, a, a little down from the experience. And visit part of that but so the next uh best place uh was the dominican republic so uh went there in january for about seven days i will say first off if you're going to dr seven days is not enough
0: is not enough it's not enough
1: okay 10 days is the minimum 14 might be too much yeah but seven, you haven't quite hit that I'm feeling bored phase. Like, you haven't got all the stress and worry and, you know, all that kind of crap out of your mind. That's yet. probably
0: day number five when you start.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it usually takes me about three days to kind of get into that zone. Got it. You know. So seven days was definitely not enough. Um, so if, if that's what you have planned, just cancel that. Save up some more money and do it for 10 days because you'll, be, nice. you'll be straight. But um Dr. Man, um, a couple of things. You know, I think the the, the people were amazing, um, but there is there is such a, a, a vibrant uh, entrepreneurial spirit uh, of the people in the DR mm-hmm. um, that I was not prepared for. Like I thought people in Cuba were.
0: Really putting uh, their best foot forward with well, yeah, being I mean, creative take, and everything. They could take anything, right. you
1: know, and make the their vehicle run again, right? <laughs> and uh, I mean, just very creative. And um, you know, you you compare like old Havana to um, DR. I, I would say Cuba has a, still a a richer. Mm, cultural presence, okay. If I can, if I can put it that way, DR is not quite there. But the what's interesting though is, from a vacation perspective, right, the beaches in Cuba were horrific. Okay, like even at the resorts, um, and we didn't even stay at resorts. So we just kind of drove through and went to that part of uh, the island. I mean, there was trash on the beach. It was terrible. I mean, at a supposed, you know, premier resort. Right. Brand spanking new. Really? Yeah. Cuba was awful like that. and wow. the, the people really didn't care about that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, DR, um, the resorts that we went to and, and places we visited, um, like, they were always cleaning the beaches. Mm. Um, the people at the restaurants were always... Um, cleaning up very attentive very warm and friendly it was just a very different vibe nice and uh, so it really depends on what you're you're there for you know DR definitely has more pristine virgin nature okay Cuba has um, uh,
0: the culture in in
1: the in the rural areas you you have kind of that that uh, aspect but it's it's disorganized unfortunately okay you know and you, you look at a forest that's been maintained mm-hmm. properly, right? You kind of compare it to our our national parks. Right. That's what you're going to have in DR. Cuba, it's still kind of like your Uncle Fred's farm in northern Minnesota, whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Like you're hilarious. You don't know what you're going to find um, uh, walking around, whatever. So it, it was just a very different experience. And that's the whole, t- the whole time I'm comparing the two. Okay. Right? And then the topic you care about is the the food piece, right? Yeah, the taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say cuisine. Well, well, first off, the the imports of food in Cuba is still very depressed. So, okay. like, one of the hotels that we went to was where Jay Z and Beyonce got married. Okay. They rented out the whole hotel. In Cuba. In Cuba. Okay. Yeah. Um, and a really nice hotel. The food was terrible Wow like I mean the fries were probably the best thing on my whole meal um, I, I I made it a point that everywhere I went I I only wanted to try Mojito and half the time you know they were terrible either oh yeah we, we're just gonna use table sugar oh boy or they didn't have mint or you know whatever else so it, and this is in Cuba and this is in Cuba. Even at, even at Ernest Hemingway, even where Ernest Hemingway, that hotel that he stayed at, that was my worst mojito of the entire trip. Oh, wow. That's the, that's the first time somebody gave me table sugar. And I'm like, what Uh, are you doing? Right. And I'm trying to explain to them in Spanish, you know, like, no, do you have sugar cane you can crush? Right. Because that would really be the right way to do it, the crush the sugar cane. Um, No, they were giving me just table, just, you know. Refined white sugar. And I'm like, hmm. this is this is awful. Interesting. Um, so you know, I compare that to um, DR, and yeah, a couple times they didn't necessarily have the mixes, but um, most places it they were great. Really? Wow. And uh, I hear that know, about the Dominican
0: Republic? But it, uh, but it's a, it's a hit and miss. Right. You
1: can definitely depending on, uh, they still have a lot of the same kind of infrastructure woes that a, a lot of islands have, right? That of course. electricity could go out and, and you, know, you could have some rolling brownouts. Um, the, the water is um, still a, a huge concern in that most of the city, or uh, even within the city, you may not necessarily have working sewer or working water. So you have to, so the city trucks have to come and you have to basically buy water for your cistern. And you might be sharing it with four, four other houses or maybe it's in water for your building, whatever else. You can't guarantee that the normal water delivery is even going to happen. Oh, boy. Right? So well. that, that impacts things. Um, and it used to be that uh, building the DR was cheap and yes if you look at labor and materials however when you factor in that you're going to have to have your own guaranteed power supply so generator right right and and gasoline is not necessarily that cheap but then you need to import let's say solar panels and whatever else so that you have kind of reliable sustainable uh power for your air conditioning primarily um that adds up and then of course if you want anything to be done in a timely fashion you're gonna have to bribe some some locals.
0: And the, well, are we talking about the DR? D- yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you
1: can't really build in Cuba, but we're talking about the DR. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to, if you want them to get your permits through in a reasonable fashion and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're gonna have to grease right. some hands. So at the end of the day, it's no, it's really no cheaper to build. Wow. Um. So it, it, it's it's interesting, but the uh, the tourism industry is is booming. Um, and, uh, I think it's just getting better. It's getting stronger. So, um, but again, back to the food thing, mm-hmm. it was, uh, what,
0: what was one of the, your most, one of the most favorite dishes that you had, or, uh, I probably just
1: the chicken and rice chicken and rice. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it was probably similar to what you'd have at inauthentic, mexican restaurant or chilean okay you know it there wasn't anything special about the seasoning mm-hmm. or the flavors um the the rice was game-changing in that if you've had rice that has been cooked over a wood fire mm-hmm. completely different from any rice because the rice absorbs the that the smoke smoke exactly, right? exactly. and especially you're doing it in a big walk right oh, okay so you have, you, you're using a wok that you cook something else in just before the rice. Nice. Right? And so you have all the flavors. It's the same idea of using cast iron. Exactly, right?
0: It's, it's pre-seasoned, yeah. you know, and it, all those seasonings still it, remain in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So you can't reproduce it somewhere else unless you're saying, okay, I'm going to use the same wok for, you know, these types of meal preps, right? right? And just the years of use Then you have a seasoned piece of hardware. Um, so that was the very interesting thing to see that, um, but you yeah, had the, the rice and beans, um, which most places it's so bland. Um, but, even a Mexican restaurant, you're know, like, oh yeah, brown rice. Right. You know, that's that's the thing. No, it is completely different when you're cooking it over wood, and the type of wood, you know, but then just the old world prep. Mm. Um, but, uh, even though we were very careful about, um, the drinking water and everything like that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's still kind of the, similar to Mexico. Hey, you know what? At, at a nice restaurant, they're going to use filtered water, reverse osmosis, whatever it may be, right. but you can't always guarantee that, you know, all the other things they're cooking with, right? That same sanitary conditions. So We got the the funky belly probably five days in oh dang Um, And uh, the thing I learned from Cuba when that happened was you just got a gut load rice Oh, yes white rice exactly and so uh, a couple days of that You know got through it, but and then again That's why I say ten days because if you get sick you're gonna be sick for two maybe three that's just the way it happens but,
0: okay well i guess when y- your body is probably because you said what five days in i'm like what weren't y'all eating because as soon yeah. as i got off the plane i'd be like Let, where's a restaurant we got to find something so i could <laughs> adjust yeah. right now because then i know that for me it would be like two days in i'm like okay i'm not feeling well and then i'll be able to recover and then i'm like oh i still have three four more days let's go <laughs> you know so
1: what 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 was interesting is that for the first few days, we ate kind of at um, the resort they had, uh, one of the resorts they had kind of a big buffet, Mm -hmm. right? And they'd have every day different, they'd have five different kind of cuisine types every day, right? It might be Chinese and, you know, American and Italian and then local, whatever. But, you know, every day is five different kinds and then you had different places you could go within for that so for a while that's all we did because we were just like you know what we'll eat whenever we're we feel like it right. on our own schedule and then we decided, hey let's check out like all these other inclusive restaurants that we could eat at and it so it was eating actually at the higher end restaurants on day five that were like yeah you know what i'm starting to feel something oh, there a little you know <laughs> so uh yeah, I, I don't know. That's it, it's it's. You would think it's the opposite, right? That if you're eating somewhere where it's kind of to feed the masses, you're more likely to get to come down with something, something right? right? Versus exactly. at the nicer restaurant. And and maybe it was just an accumulation thing, right? Could it just be. took a while for it to kind of finally hit. Um, but uh,
0: what was your least favorite thing that you had? <sighs> Other than, well, no, you didn't have a mojito. Did you have a mojito over in DR? Yeah, Okay.
1: yeah, yeah, no, those were great. I'm um, trying to think the least, oh yes, the least everything were burgers. Okay. Um, the the meat, even at kind of the nicer places, the steak, the steak and the burgers seemed like they had the bejesus pounded out <laughs> of them, pressed out of them. Like there was no soul to that meat. So The is, chicken was great, but the beef was like this has been stepped on. <laughs> dude, I,
0: <laughs> dude, is it the same uh, the, the terminology that they say it's mealy or it or no? It, it tastes
1: like it is freezer burned. Oh, okay. You know, like it had been frozen for a year and then dried Got out it. in someone's <laughs> armpit, and, and 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 then you know. Yeah, freeze dried and then reconstituted. Oh no! You know, I mean, it was just biting in and then just—it was an exercise to chew and finish. Oh wow! You know, lettuce great, tomato great, the bun great, and then I'd have this like hard slab of meat (laughs) (laughs) that I'm trying to work through and tear. (laughs) A
0: cardboard sandwich or something. Oh man!
1: It was—it was was rough, and I and I kept like, okay, that was terrible. (laughs) I'm gonna give it some time, and I'm gonna try it somewhere else, and. (laughs) Just was it just places. the burger though,
0: or was it, like it, any the type patty of patty? Multiple places. Okay. It, wow. It, okay.
1: You know, even a couple of the you know local places. Oh, it wasn't wow. just resort wise. So you know, it that that was it, I struggled with that a little bit because um, the only other way that I could get my red meat mm-hmm. is kind of in their stews. Yeah. Okay. And there's only just so much. How many you can, you can have You know what I mean? I just like I just want I want a, steak. a good piece of meat. Yeah <laughs> exactly. No yeah. I- but I mean when we went to like a Brazilian restaurant there, mm. oh, no no question about it. I mean it was beautiful. Wow. like that was great. But that's Brazilian style. Exactly. Right? You know what I mean? So it's like. Those cuts. Come on. You, you can't have a Brazilian restaurant if you can't do meat. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you, you might as well shut down.
0: People will tear it down. Period. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally yeah. get it. I totally get so,
1: it. So, yes. That was like. I was like, okay. We just have to go here. Because um, if I don't, I'm going to start getting. Yeah. My angry. Red, and my red angry. meat deprivation <laughs> is going to come out. And I'm going to snap on somebody. Oh, no.
0: Oh, no gosh well the dang that sounds so much fun uh you know it brings me um to i mentioned that we were talking that there's going to be you know you're talking about the caribbean and everything there's going to be a caribbean pop-up that's happening and i'm mentioning it it remember because the show is live which let me backtrack a little bit if you It's probably too late, but if you are trying to listen to the show, (laughs) please uh, make sure that you're visiting www.tunein.com and then search for WEQY. Remember, I'm here every Saturday at 10 a.m., so fine if you missed the show today or the previous portion of the show. uh, You could always listen later because I do record the shows and make them available. But again, keep in mind that you could listen to the show wherever you are in the world. I mean, if you have the internet and you can get to it, you will be able to hear the UnBougie Foodie uh, as far away as wherever you are, (laughs) however your internet allows. Anyway, um, so I come back to the whole Caribbean thing. Um, It is something that is actually going to be happening today. Uh, It will be from 8, well, and I should see, I mentioned 8, I mean, today at 8 to 2. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) But it's March 2nd at 8 p.m. to March 3rd at 10 p.m. So I'm I'm certain that there's a break. It's not just gonna be one straight party.
1: Well, they, they are, you know, if if it's Caribbean, tr- yeah, I, I mean, know. it would be a It could party.
0: be, it could be. It definitely where's this going be. down? Give us some details, Wes, Yeah, no, him. I'm getting there. Hold I'm, on, man. You're getting irritated already. Shush. It's, <laughs> the place, it's being hosted by Ingredients Caribbean Cuisine. Uh, the location is at Modern Times Cafe, which is located at 3200 Chicago Avenue South uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55407. If you want to find out a bit more about them, uh, specifically in uh, uh, Ingredients uh, Caribbean Restaurant, you could definitely find them on uh, Facebook. Just go to, again, Ingredients uh, Caribbean Cuisine. Uh, and I said restaurant, I apologize, cuisine. Uh, wonderful, yeah, page shows food that I need to die for and literally yeah um, be going there I seriously I gotta go there today if not I'm I can't say tomorrow because I'm going to food and wine so but yeah I gotta go to this this is this looks so wonderful ingredients the uh, Caribbean uh, cuisine where are they located I mean hello they are in They're actually, their physical location is 2608 uh, Blaisdell uh, Avenue South. And you could definitely message them and find out more about them. But again, visit their uh, Facebook page to find out um, further details. Um, Specifically, that event is called the Caribbean Cafe Pop-Up at Modern Times Cafe. Uh, Once again, that's uh, from today at 8 p.m., you know and it says through march 3rd at 10 p.m so you take that for what it's worth um yeah just know that the food from what i hear is wonderful it is delicious so if you like food from um, trinidad and tobago uh, this is the place to be so all of the wonderful food uh, cuisines that you know and love, uh, such as doubles, uh peas and rice, stew chicken, ginger beer, limead. You hear that uh that mm-hmm. accent coming out? Oh yeah. <laughs> <Lime-ed>. <laughs> uh and all other desserts and so forth. So they're going to be having that uh yeah, from eight to ten. Um I looking further down at the details from eight to ten. And then I would assume that tomorrow it's gonna be the same thing. Um even though, the, I don't know, maybe those dates are just crazy. The, the time period that they have up there are crazy. So anyway, uh, just know that 8 o'clock, you got to be there. Otherwise, you might miss out on some food. Some wonderful, wonderful food. Uh, what are you looking at?
1: I'm looking at food.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Just, my, my goodness. Ho <sighs> oh, hum. Someone's got some issues. This I moment. was just
0: asking what you were looking what at. You I, looking thought, you, I was, thought you were going to share or something. Anyway.
1: Uh, just because I was smiling and looking at something, I doesn't guess, mean that you know it's, it's a negative thing.
0: No, I wasn't thinking that you it was look negative. At a steak
1: and just smile like yeah. Oh. Uh, we
0: Maybe. haven't seen each other in quite a while, so what has, what have you been uh, eating? What have you been? What places have you gone to that have been exciting for you?
1: Mm, eating wise, yeah. Man, oh, you know what? I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to kick out a selfish plug to, um, so last night, I went over to a place in Brooklyn Park called Lemongrass. Oh, you've, what? You've never been to Lemongrass before? I've been. T- okay. Wow. Really? This is This is how this show is going to go no. this, this morning? This is how it's going to go? No. So, Lemongrass Thai cuisine in and Brooklyn a Park. Med. And Med. What?
0: And Ahmed. And Ahmed? That's the chef that's.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) But she also has Lat 14 Eatery.
1: Okay. So. Sorry,
0: that's just. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to help. (laughs) Go go ahead, please. Take
1: a moment to pray and. and Look. Try to get the strength not to go over there and choke you. Oh,
0: gosh.
1: (laughs) Um, We're trying to keep this clean for people today. Oh, man. So lemongrass yes I've been there many times speak on it um, the two things I was craving all right the Korean short ribs okay beautiful okay got if you're gonna go there you gotta get the Korean short ribs I don't care even I'm, I'm not even hungry I'm just <laughs> going to get there to meet somebody and have a couple <laughs> of drinks gotta have the short ribs one and two something about a hot sushi roll uh it it twists the whole idea of sushi
0: exactly it
1: twists it 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 contorts it it's like a beautiful Cirque du Soleil, you know performance in your mouth it uh where
0: they're dancing and prancing and doing flips and so forth and yeah, yeah
1: yeah no i it, it especially for those people that don't like something cold
0: right yeah Ooh, right? it's hot now
1: you know mm-hmm. Uh, the hot mama is, is probably, I think one of their most popular ones. Uh, we had the hot mama, the Las Vegas and, um, there was something else. It was like a hot, hot doo-doo-doo. I had to look at their menu. Got it. But, um, yeah, that was beautiful. And then, um,
0: I'm putting you on the spot. Sorry.
1: No, no, that was then a, a couple of tequila,
0: grapefruits from there. That's, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's that's kind of my jam for about the last year. Okay, that because um, I found for whatever reason, um, my body really changed. I used to be really into red wine. Okay, and then it, even if I had a glass, it started giving me a headache.
0: Okay, it's the tannin. Did, didn't, I mean, I know you know made that. What, or whatever, but didn't matter yeah.
1: what. I, I had like or how expensive, whatever. How how it was processed. Okay, right. Um,
0: Could it be the type of red wine? I mean, what was your, your at that time?
1: I mean, if it's Cab or Merlot, okay. I mean, I, I even had some that, you know, rather than their traditional crushing, okay, um, they would uh, put the grapes in a vacuum so it, it would cause them to expand and burst. Oh, okay. So then you really didn't have as many, uh, much tannin because you're not crushing Got it. the skin, right?
0: I didn't um, know that that was a process. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that will produce some amazing red wine. Interesting. Um, hmm. And uh, it's definitely more expensive, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because you're, you're putting it on a vacuum. Exactly. But um, the uh, it's it still like it, the next day, even after just maybe a glass or two mm-hmm. with food, you know, it still bothered me. So I pretty much rarely have red wine anymore. And then it was uh, a rum thing. Mm-hmm. And um, rum also, after a while, started to bother me. Okay. Like, I started to have kind of the same thing. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm drinking too much. Okay, well, <laughs> that may not change. Good. So, <laughs> what I'm having has to change. So now it's, it's uh, tequila. And I just find that, um, you know, with very few exceptions, okay. tequila doesn't do that because you know it's plant-based it's not the fruit right or you know you don't have as, as much sugar so um that is that's really my go-to
0: and um, you just said it's just tequila and grapefruit yeah, or yeah and,
1: and obviously if it's a sweet like the pink grapefruit juice mm-hmm. I don't like as much I prefer like fresh squeezed if possible right right but even fresh squeezed uh, orange um, but that pink grapefruit, just a natural fresh-squeezed uh, pink grapefruit is amazing. The one thing I'll say back to the rum mm-hmm. is there is a brand of rum called uh,
0: Diplomatico
1: and it um, won the best rum in the world.
0: Diplomatico. Yeah. Mm.
1: So their top rum have I heard that is, is like... Uh, I think at Total Wine, it's like less than 40 bucks for their top. I and mean, that's the one that w- won best rum in the really? world. Yeah. So that's w- a heck of a What does it look good. like? Here you go. That picture. My, my buddy just oh. sent it to me last night. You okay. see the picture? Oh, it went dark on you. Nice. But that dark one, that dark bottle. The middle one? No, the, far, the far right r- one. Oh, okay. That's the one that's 40 bucks. Okay. So it's forty, then it goes down to thirty-three, and then thirty.
0: Is that coffee or something like that for the tequila? I mean, that tequila or I, that's rum. Oh, dumps.
1: And yeah. I have not, I've not had it. Okay. Uh, my buddy, who um, I beg him to take me to any of the wine tastings and stuff like that, because he's in the liquor industry. Okay. Um, he was telling me about that last night, so uh, I'm gonna go probably pick up a bottle and and see how bad of a headache I get. Yeah.
0: Hey, you need some help? No. Right. Right. So Uh, uh, I'm going, I'm going to be selfish and ask, why have I not also been invited to such an event or something like that?
1: How do I, if if I got to beg to get invited, how am I going to plus one this thing? Well, you, you don't you, have you know, to. Like,
0: you, you could just kind of like throw my name out there. And be like, hey, you know, I have a friend that would really love to talk to you. Maybe have <laughs> you on the show. He has a show over <laughs> in St. Paul. Would you be interested? I could come on the show with you and we could kind of like talk about stuff. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a yeah. bad plug. But
1: he, he's a he's, he's he's res- little, little too lazy about that. he got to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning come to St. Paul. Like, really? Uh, that's, that's like... That's like <sighs> Do you realize people in Minneapolis just had this aversion to driving to St. Paul? they I know like, they're
0: they're bougie that way. <clears throat> some folks, about it. I said some okay, some folks. I was clarifying. Hold on, <laughs> folks. Not just...
1: the folks listening to this station. No, of course not. Of course not. They, have, course they not. have taste. And they their, their world Listen, has fewer borders.
0: Their plateau, I um, plateau. Their palates, <laughs> their palates are so open and. I, I think when you use the word palettes are so refined that means that it's it's stuck on one thing or they just like it a certain type of way. Ones that have palates that are just like open to anything mm. are the ones that are willing to taste so many different types of things and ha- and go outside the box or you know say hey yeah that's strange I want to taste it right. even if it's just one time. But yeah, there's some getting
1: f- off on a tangent on that, but on the, sort of uh-huh. so that seasoning mix I made you yes. right. Did you notice that as you used it, the flavor fr- profile changed?
0: I was wondering. I, I was like, maybe it's just how I'm cooking it, or how I'm cooking, using it, or something yeah. like that. I, no, yeah. that's was that's that kind of completely.
1: Me- that's that's how it's designed. So depending on the temperature, yes. Okay. But as you as you use it, because of just you have, so what i think is often missing when people are looking at seasonings in general Mm -hmm. they look at flavor profile yes but they don't look at the mechanical or physical structure of the seasoning right so if you have seasoning components that are relatively bigger chunks right and then some that are big and fluffy some that are small and dense as you use them, right, some things are gonna get kind of filtered to the bottom. Of course. Right? So I start off by thoroughly mixing it. Okay. But then as you start using it, it's gonna change. Okay. And so if you don't regularly shake it up, as you get towards the bottom, you're gonna get a different profile ah, than you start off what with, right? That's what it is. That's
0: what it is. Because I remember, I, I'm sorry, cutting you off, but I remember that I. I had, I remember when you first, definitely when you first gave it to me, I I used that and um, I shook it up and I was like, oh, I'm going to mix everything all together. But then there was another day where I just simply grabbed it out of the, Mm -hmm. you know, out of the cabinet without really like doing a good shake or whatnot. And I used it on some, I think with some vegetables, uh, specifically asparagus and uh, shaved Brussels sprouts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this tastes different what well, yeah i was like this isn't what i expected well it was different and yeah. i thought for br- just a brief moment this didn't go bad on me did it did I, I didn't leave it open no oil doesn't go bad come on now so i just well ca- the
1: oil's different okay because if you don't shake up the oil because you have the seasoning mix like mm. all the seasoning is going to sell to the bottom right right and that's fine if you just want a very light taste like um usually i will shake up the oil for like dipping bread okay all right or if because i did use it for that i was yeah i was wondering if that was okay because i was like you want to really shake it up because then you get everything there right especially the salt because salt is not going to um dissolve in the oil very well right um so if you shake it up using it in a dish let's say if you're going to make eggs and you're going to use the oil not only to oil the part of the pan where the eggs are going to be but also as you're primary seasoning source okay then shake it up really good if you just want the oil to leave a very a hint of something right then you don't shake it up and you just let it sit got it so it just depends on on what you're gonna do so if you were cooking something let's say asparagus right and you were just drizzling the oil over it yeah you're gonna have a very light taste mm-hmm. it's only gonna be it's more gonna be an aromatic experience right. versus a palate right got it So, yeah, it totally just depends on how you use it. So that day, if you just pulled it off and you didn't shake it up, you're like, "There's not much flavor here." Well,
0: you know, I I knew I tasted flavor and everything. I knew, but it's just lighter. It was much lighter, and yeah, it was like toned down and everything. And I was like, "That's what I was wondering." I was like, "This didn't go bad, but whatever." Yeah, I'm no, I'm, I'm glad you. Which is,
1: and he that's, go, that's he's going to give me more is what he's trying to tell me. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Just saying that's he similar asked to then the dry seasoning. Yes. Right? The dry seasoning. You're gonna have the same kind of issue where okay. the heavier, smaller particles are at the over bottom time are going to drift to the bottom. Of course. Right. That's good to so, know, So, you know, if, if you really want to keep it charged, you shake it. But now at home, I don't shake it because purposely I, I like that transition. So okay. the, the, the can that I have it in the glass jar, when I make it, I probably only make it a half a jar mm-hmm. with the intention that it's going to get used. Right. But I also do it differently in that I turn the jar sideways and then I'll take a pinch out of it and put That's it over so me funny. versus, you know, sprinkle it on there. Cause I can kind of control what I, what exactly. I have, you know, exactly. and I, when I turn it sideways and start tapping, I tend to get a little bit more, a little aggressive on it versus I can control <laughs> a pitch. So.
0: What was the last thing that you made with it?
1: <laughs> uh, well, just yesterday, um, trying to eat healthier, but I, I work at home primarily, so. Do you now? Yeah. I've been working at home solidly for the last year and a half,
0: okay. pretty much. It hasn't been that long that we haven't talked. No, okay. but I
1: wasn't officially allowed to oh. work from
0: home. Oh, okay, got it.
1: Right, it just happened that. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna work these horrible hours. So and then you know winter time, whatever else, and that yeah. just yeah. that just added to it. So by the time I got permission to work from home, that's when the weather changed.
0: And you were like, mm, okay, I, no problem here.
1: Yeah. So, um, but I like to make uh like sunny side up eggs yes but uh with a little of cheese and then when i flip it i put the seasoning in the cheese so you know i do a sunny side up egg the season oils below the egg obviously right pop the egg down don't touch it when it starts to bubble a little bit sprinkle my cheese do my seasoning in it mm. right and then when i have a pretty much a firm base the yolk is not going to run on me i flip it over okay and then let the the rest of the yolk and the cheese mix and the seasonings are there until the cheese gets a, a little bit of crust. You know, I'll flip it over once just to make sure that's just just a crust. And then um, I put it on uh, English muffin that has I'll, I'll go in separately, oil a little bit more seasoning, put the English muffin down, okay. let it crisp, and then put the egg nice. and, and cheese on there. So that was. That's usually my my jam.
0: In the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, like ten o'clock. Nice. You
0: know. Yay. Uh, w- think about. Do you have time after the show to maybe do kind of brunch, lunch, whatever? Yeah, you want? Yeah. Yeah. Where okay. do you want to go? I don't know. I was just. Uh, I uh, was gonna, once again kind of put it on you for a yeah. moment. And uh, someplace you know, was, here, or you were over by where you are.
1: I was thinking. You know where I haven't been the longest time is uh, Loring.
0: Uh, Luring
1: Pasta Bar? Do they still have? Is it uh, only the Sunday brunch, or do they have the Saturday? I think it's
0: only the Sunday brunch. It's only Sunday. Uh, we, we do, could, are they
1: even open on Saturday? What's I don't
0: Saturday? Know, Let's find out. During <laughs> Pasta Bar.
1: I think it's only the Sunday brunch.
0: Uh, hmm. This is how the show works. Sometimes, folks that you know, more get... people
1: could call in and say, exactly. "Hey, you know what? This is where you need to go." Or, uh,
0: but see, that's always the case, anyway. I always encourage them to do that. So, it, just in case, just so that you know that we haven't, I haven't forgotten about you. We haven't forgotten about you. Uh, it is the telephone number here to reach us is six five one two zero zero three four seven nine. Once again, that's six five one two zero zero three four seven nine. And mm, let's see. I'm trying to. Uh, you know, we're thinking about going to Loring Pasta Bar. And restaurant well loring bar and restaurant is what it's called really uh whatever okay 327 14th avenue southeast that's in minneapolis uh opens at 11 o'clock uh but it does not say yet about hmm wait 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 hold on something just flashed up there oh no we're talking about booking weddings blah blah (laughs) sorry uh, that's a whole well, there's a couple of options. That's, that's over a whole other in that show. area. Ooh, week, week says weekend brunch. Uh, dude, interesting, very interesting. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays, eleven to two. Twenty dollars includes fresh OJ and coffee. It's does,
1: it doesn't include the mimosas.
0: Oh well, five dollars more for bottomless house Buddies and mimosas. Same. Same. I mean, you're like, Bleh. no, wh- I wasn't you're saying like, that.
1: <laughs> Who
0: said that? <laughs> I didn't say that. I don't know what you're right, talking about. Right, right. Uh, last week, I was at public kitchen for a good four or five hours or something like that. Constantly pouring uh, mimosas. I think we went through six or seven <laughs> mimosas. <Wow. laughs> uh,
1: bottomless mimosas. There you go.
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just got to say that, uh, yeah, public kitchen, your your brunch, yeah, thank y'all. Uh, when I say thank you, it's not a matter of, <laughs> oh, yeah, I went there and ate free. I'm just saying that the food was good. Those mimosas, yeah, they were on point because they just, and they kept pouring, kept pouring. It wasn't even a matter of, oh, can I, would, would you, they just came over and poured, filled, you, filled up your glass, kept yeah. filling it up and, even, what, an hour, hour and a half after the, after the bumless mimosa time was over, she was like, oh, by the way, we find another crab. Here, I'll just boil <laughs> it. Nice. Yeah. I was like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
1: I have a shameless plug, too. Nothing about food. Say it. But so I had this annoying uh, brake issue that, like, one of my brake calipers was leaking or okay. else. Right? And uh, the shout-outs to Tires Plus in that Particularly the Brooklyn Center location, <laughs> all right, because they're actually open on Sunday. Okay. So, like, seven days a week, That's pretty much. That's actually really cool, then, Like, to seven know. days a week, I think, like, seven to seven. Wow. So, incredibly good hours, right? Um, but really good folks over there, because I kind of oscillate between the Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center location, um, but, you know, it was all covered under warranty, um, but they, they always take care of me. You, haven't,
0: so, you didn't get a new um, vehicle, did you? No, I still have my FJ okay. Cruiser.
1: Nice. I'll have that thing till we move to the island, man. That's I'm I'm taking that sucker with me.
0: Thank you for saying we. I See? mean, <laughs> I will do my show from over there. I See? don't care. <laughs> See?
1: Right. Well, you know, you were invited.
0: Well, I, I don't. I don't just automatically think I'm, you know, just you're, jumping up and coming. But you're, you're you
1: know, going to do it in your own time. You're going to be like, you I know will. what? I'm tired of these winners. I I will Uh, go down there and... and Who's
0: to say that I'm not tired of them now? Because the
1: heck, man? I'll set up my commune. This is crazy. With my 17 wives.
0: Um, You can come down there. I will be in my own little cabana (laughs) and doing my podcast or something like that because... (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you don't but know if you can do the commune thing. <laughs> no, I. No, I don't think so. I. Right, well, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, that, that's fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. You I, can
1: come over for dinner, and <clears throat> my yeah. kids can harass you, and. You wow. Know, it's okay. He
0: and that's all well and good. Yeah. All well and good.
1: You no, know, I uh, mean, if, if you're in paradise, you know, you gotta, you gotta live like it's 1999 again. You're hilarious.
0: Um, have you had anything called, um, and I poke bowls?
1: What is in it? it
0: does... Well, it it really is a more of a Hawaiian um, type of of dishes, and it it okay. varies. Polynesian. Yes, and... exactly. Those different Not type of lie, ingredients no. and so forth. Well, there's a place, um, you know, that someone brought to my attention. It's called uh, what is it called? because they That's weird. Uh okay, I think it's called well, Pi5. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I take that back. Uh, I'm looking right at the name. Sorry. My bad.
1: All right. Uh, I can't see your screen, so you know, it's
0: uh, Aloha Poke. Okay. Uh, they're located at 245 Radio Drive, Unit K. Um, they have poke bowls, and I'll describe what. First off, you're probably wondering what's a poke. What poke stands for? And you were very close in making that description. Poke is a traditional Hawaiian dish made of diced raw fish, uh, and Aloha started with. Um, you know, keeping ver- their bowls really, really simple with again raw fish, tuna, and you could have it marinated or naked, huh. um, it, all now, fresh. Are
1: served in wooden bowls. Uh, to me, that would be part of the experience.
0: I, I guess. Well, I, don't, no. I don't know. What's, least the bowl made,
1: what's the bowl made out of?
0: Well, it looks kind of plastic, but I think that's probably just to go because maybe folks want to just take it you know get it made into go or Already something like that
1: but I'll, I'll try it out i'll try it out <laughs> you're funny i i think that i understand a restaurant probably can't get away with serving in wooden bowls right because you you have um an issue with sanitizing yes right but i mean but what if it <clears> if, if it's, if it's
0: gla- is it's it glazed ceramic? or I,
1: well i don't know i don't Because,
0: you know, that coating that that you could use for kind of like wooden bowls on the inside or something like that, or just overall, so that it's still an effective earthware, if you would. When I say earthware... I don't know if
1: you can really sanitize it mm -hmm. for a commercial...
0: Because it's still pretty porous, isn't it? Yeah. and, And everything. Wood in general is, right? Yeah, of course.
1: Which, I don't understand how a butcher block, right, is legit... Even scraping it, how is that... Okay.
0: Right. I, I, it, it's just. Well, anyway, it's just that's just. It's got to be a stoneware then, <laughs> like <laughs> like something marble or
1: some marble. I, I, I think it's almost too refined. I would like something
0: that's. Like, but are you talking about? Are you talking about a cutting block, or are you talking about the bowl? i something the bowl. Oh, okay, like, I, see, I see. I see. I'm just it.
1: thinking. You know, if if I was doing something like that. From, from my wannabe artistic side of my brain, the the presentation of like what I'm being served in is as important as what I'm eating. I get it. And and if I'm just served in a glass bowl, I'm already bored.
0: You are a gastronomer. Oh, I am? You are. And, and I'm not trying to put any type of technical scientific name or whatever to you as uh-huh. a person or as your character but uh, reading i forget the name of the book but it talked to specifically about um gastrophysics physics okay um and what they described uh-huh. the type of individuals that feel like for them mm-hmm. to have a really good experience or to to feel that okay their substance not in what i'm just eating but i'm sitting here and i'm enjoying this food right. the type of container or vessel <laughs> right. that the food is being presented in what you're a gastronomer. interesting so i was like i i don't personally i'm not trying to give names or trying to label myself or whatever i don't think i'm that type of person because i even though i appreciate a, a, a dish a bowl or whatever a food is going to be you know presented in mm-hmm. For me, it's more about the food itself because there are some folks that are like, "Oh my God, this food!" Even with the that whole uh, book, in gastrophysics, you know, people are. It's the study of the weight of a of a fork. fork, right? And they said depending upon the weight of a specific utensil, or whatever, it can cause you to eat more or less. Yes. Uh, you know the the definitely the the smell or sounds that are coming just generally in a restaurant that affects how much you're eating what you ch- what you're choosing to eat mm-hmm. um you know the how dimly the lights might be or how bright they are right. all of that is you know taken into consideration and i was like this
1: all goes into my concept restaurant i
0: did this, this, see this all goes into it exactly because
1: i the restaurant i want to get the heaviest forks imaginable <laughs> why There's something, there's something satisfying about a heavy fork. I don't know why that is.
0: Okay. Balanced,
1: but heavy. Okay. Like it, it, um, if you have to put forth a lot of effort, not big, right? Standard size, but just. A good weight. I I have, you know, an obtainium in it. (laughs) Something that is just insanely heavy. Exactly. I'm having, I'm having to really put forth some effort to pick up this fork. Right, Right. But then the knives incredibly light, like it is made out of you know space age steel, something you know mithril, like you know <laughs> the hobbit you know <laughs> armor, you know like paper thin knives,
0: but, but strong as steel. Right? <laughs>
1: just this, just juxtaposition of of and, and not just smooth. You know utensils some mm. of them having uh, some texture know, some texture like hammered metal you know the the knives hammered
0: hammered but all the way through you mean or just like a, well, the well, handle well, well, or something steel right so
1: they're if you know what damascus steel looks yes. like it's it's got that kind of marbling yes. right
0: it's pretty it's beautiful it's actually very beautiful yeah. but the
1: the handle part being hammered mm-hmm. the blade being damascus wow right uh the the forks the handle part being hammered, but incredibly heavy. Okay. And in the spoon, rather than just the normal dip of the spoon, the spoon is relatively, has a has a decent contour, but the very
0: middle of the spoon is ha- hammered like a hammered puck. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. But from the underside or? From the inside. Oh, wow. Like a, a divot You're purposely so in the middle of the spoon.
1: <laughs> because I just think about the experience right um
0: certainly, certainly something astronomer. Some, yeah. some,
1: something messing with all of your senses yes right exactly the the lighting intensity changing very gradually in the restaurant you know getting very dim suddenly but different tables
0: right so it gets very it'd be a, like a spotlight over each table or something like that something or like
1: more more like string lights okay. but they're all on separate dimmers so suddenly like your table's getting very dark and then Then others are getting like, then suddenly you're in the spot like everybody else is like dim around you. you, Just messing with with the lights, the smells, the diffusers, right, that are like in there. You're just like, what is going on? It's almost like you're tripping, right? (laughs) right? No. You're, you're eating your food like this. And then, and then while you're eating, suddenly you realize my fork is really heavy. And then all of a sudden it just like the light just changes. Transcending and you are, right? and everything. Oh right? my
0: goodness. You know, you're hilarious. I love it though. Cause even though I'm not a person that's like all into that, I could see going to a, that restaurant or going to some type of experience like that. And I'm like, this was Milton's idea.
1: It would be because <laughs> part of it is I'm a people watcher
0: and you want to see what (laughs)
1: right everyone's experience like that would be the most fun sit there at the bar and watch people as they're eating and suddenly the light changes. and they wouldn't
0: have any idea right because it's so slow and gradually
1: suddenly like oh my god everything's shining like i'm in a spotlight interestingly enough
0: though when maybe if the well not if but because the food is so good they're so concentrating so much on the food and maybe conversing with themselves they're not right. really looking around all of a sudden everything else is dark or right. very dimly lit and here their table is not brightly lit but like you said no. it's like it's, it's almost it's like it's lit up they're it's on lit the up of course so it's kind of like oh they're looking up finally and they're like wait <laughs> well, what's that? what's so, happening so it plays
1: on <laughs> a, a couple of different psychologies all right so if if you have a one-on-one personal experience with somebody in a very crowded place right right what happens? Suddenly, you don't hear anything else it, but that person's voice. Exactly. Right? Suddenly, like the light
0: around you
1: doesn't it, it is dim. It's and almost it's, like
0: you're in tune with that space and that person. Exactly.
1: So artificially creating those experiences. What would that do to you to what you're eating? <laughs> right. And, and then playing with your senses of, oh, my God, this fork is so heavy. Right. Like because the, then that brings in this
0: Too funny. this
1: this other dimension. so artificially creating those experiences what's that going to do because to me it's like what people go to their local pub because hey i want to watch the sports and i like you know the atmosphere people yelling and, and watching you know the game right. fine the food can be crap and people don't really care about the food it's it's just you know gastro whatever right but they'll eat and drink crappy beer because they like the atmosphere, exactly right for what they're trying to do and what they want, they like it. And other people want this incredibly expensive restaurant where the food's eh, but the presentation is so dang amazing, and the atmosphere makes you feel like oh, this is exclusive. I'm important, you know. Everything around me is, you know, posh, off, upscale. Yeah, right.
0: you know what? I, we haven't done something like that, and I would really like to one day experience. With you going to some place like that or something like that, because we
1: had to do a live show somewhere at, at, at a restaurant. So yeah. yeah, and and I would have actually another buddy come along just because he's. Culturally inappropriate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and hello, what type of show is this? It's called the UnBougie Foodie for for a reason. So but, anyway, but is
1: the kind of person that you know you can't take anywhere. Oh gosh,
0: <laughs> I'm scared now. But, but bring bring it bring yeah, him along. Yeah, I'm just saying bring because it you know, would be good. he and
1: I hang. He and I when 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 I think my life is horrible, I'm like, in in and, and, and he and I hang out. I'm like, man, I don't have it so bad. <laughs> 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 so nuts. So nuts. like at least I'm not him sometimes Oh dang! but he's Ugh. definitely the kind of person I cannot take anywhere and I take everywhere because I can't take him anywhere you know I mean yeah yeah uh,
0: we might have you so know just
1: the, think about that throw that out there because well just that's depending
0: upon what we where we're going today and I think you've you know mentioned you know long bar and restaurant um, we might do a little bit of an experiment today, cause um, a
1: live recording might be interesting.
0: Uh, I have just two mics that I need to try out, oh. uh, and so yeah, who knows what might actually happen? I'm just, I'm just hey, saying. You
1: know, hey, th- throw it out there, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. It would be it would be a little weird to go in a restaurant wearing GoPros, but you know. Well,
0: no, I, of course I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you're, you're such a nut. Such a nut! Oh my goodness.
1: But that would be another social experience.
0: To go in a restaurant with a GoPro, where you okay? Have- please don't tell me it, it would be on your head. At least let it be at your chest level or whatever. I mean, okay, no, so you want you know, to never the mind. He's, that go he's in a- your mouth now too. What?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a bite uh, attachment for the GoPro. What? So that literally, when people are watching, they're seeing it from your face point of view versus you know when it's on your head right it's too high it's it's above the line of sight so they have the GoPro's that go in the mouth you can bite it you can bite the attachment the GoPro's there you can still breathe and that kind of stuff you can't really talk but it's right there so your hands are free the perception is is pretty close to eye level okay. view. yeah it's like the new hotness for uh, youtubers well, I'm, I'm sure what? it's been around for a while but I'm like this is interesting like that's another perspective from from uh, cooking, but I thought, oh my god, uh, a, a if everybody had GoPros, kind of a planned social experiment, right? Right. Everybody in the restaurant had GoPros, and you could see the whole experience from everyone's point of view, and then slice and dice because that's that's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Boy, I,
0: I, see, I'm gonna have to look at that a little bit later, but because uh, people are disgusting when
1: they eat. Uh, like watching people eat is the worst thing ever, uh, but it's also really funny.
0: Especially if they're odd and weird and looking and everything. Anyway. <laughs> but well, the nobody whole...
1: has a good chewing like persona. Like you have some people that are obsessed about, how do I look when I'm chewing? Uh, some people are obsessed with
0: that so <laughs> well we will probably find that out at another show <laughs> dude thank you so much for being here as always go. you you make it fun you make it enjoyable um we I'm gotta, foodie. We gotta yeah, do this okay. again we eat will do it. it again taste it no eat, it. eat <laughs> it anyway thank you all so much for tuning in i really appreciate you taking time and sitting down with me um As I end every show, I want to encourage you, never let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be because really, it is all about the food. Now, taste it. Chew it. Eat it. Sit down, down with the UnBougie Foodie.